Blog Talk Radio.
try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith till make a way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia, hold me down Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Welcome to Last Chat Radio. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, we're going to do so many lives. Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, y'all. Hey. You know, I, I miss our radio. <laughs> Hello. How y'all been? What y'all been up to? I see our our, our listeners been popping. Thank y'all, 10,000 listens. We appreciate that. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. You know, we so appreciate all the support Risha and I always receive. You know, without you guys, Risha and I would just be here sitting there talking to ourselves. Not that we can't do it, but we'd rather have you guys chiming in and listening in and giving us feedback, so thank you for all that are listening back to our show. Absolutely. Welcome, Spain. Uh, thank you for tapping in, France. We appreciate you guys. Russia, thanks. I hope y'all not You know Russia, we awesome. have to talk later. But <laughs> <laughs> so we thank you guys. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. Once again, thank you guys. You're listening to Let's Cat Radio. My name is Miss Tony, and I got the one and only over there with the music mixes. Thanks for that opening, Leash, Miss Leisha. You know, we love our music here on Let's Cat next to anything else. You know, we so thank you for sending out all the music that we have. Our library is just overflowing, Leash, with great music. So thank everybody that contributes to that. But here on Let's Chat, for those that are just tuning in all around the world, all around the country, what Alicia and I do here on Let's Chat, we celebrate the dopeness of all the arts. We started off just celebrating literature, but our show has evolved into so much more than just literature, guys. We celebrate music, as we just did, literature, movies, sports, law, any walk of life we have celebrated here in Let's Chat. So we thank you guys for sharing with us some of your precious time. We hope you guys are ready for another great show. I'm ready, Leash, because it's been a minute since we've been on the radio. Let's go. 
<laughs> yeah, and shout out to Simply Bree. And I was on their show. Uh, she said, what? And I had the pleasure of hanging out with Alan, their fabulous guest. And y'all had a good mm-hmm. time. But, you know, normally when I'm in um, a, a scene like that, C is really my calmer side. Like, <laughs> so listen, the, the topic was uh, dating while struggling. And you know me, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, we got to unpack that because are you, which was the struggle? And is the struggle dating or is the struggle trying to find a husband that everybody dates? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what's, what's the struggle? And so he was mentioning struggle love, and I was like, you know, we have to be mindful about how we speak and how we label some of the things that we go through. And mm-hmm. normally if a relationship is a struggle, there's there's a disconnection. There's a reason why. I felt like a whole therapist yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. I was thinking it was tonight. I was thinking it was tonight, you know. Girl, I was unpacking. Everybody can try to get a listen to. 
Because y'all know we can go in, and if I'm not there to help her, <laughs> you Bless know, so they have that karma side. <laughs> See, my husband has to be like, no. <laughs> so he asked me but to no. so if you had a smart, a man that was super smart, but he was lacking uh, ambition, would you date him? I said, no. No. <laughs> Because I have to start, you have to be intentional about the things that we are doing, ladies. And that's for real. We have to start being mm-hmm. intentional about the things that we are doing and make sure that any and everything you're doing is done with purpose. What is the purpose of doing it? Right down to a job. What's the purpose outside of money of this job? Because eventually you're going to be unhappy if it doesn't fulfill you. Right. And when you lose yourself, that's what makes something a waste of time. Guys, I know that was a whole vibe and a whole conversation. So make sure y'all look out for the link. Once you share it and I share it, it's going to make the rounds. And we're going we're gonna to talk about this further because we need some guests on the show to talk about that, Lee. That would be a yeah, fun Well, I, I, honey, he's going to be on, but I said we should do a club, clubhouse edition. I think that's going to be live right there. Um, speaking of Clubhouse, oh, yeah. y'all, the 21st, the 24th, make sure y'all join us on the Clubhouse. We're going to be doing our uh, spotlight segment, um, and we're going to be talking about the essence of an author's pet. Fabulous panelists that are going to be in the uh, chat room on Clubhouse. So y'all just come mm-hmm. and join us. And, and make sure Absolutely. that you click the little house and join our club while you're on there. Absolutely, and follow Alicia and I as well. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so we have our first fabulous guest in the in the chat room on today. Welcome, welcome, awesome. welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. We are good. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> me too. We love having girl talks. We love when, yeah. you know, we, we girl power all day long. So we be down here start talking about something else all the way on the left side. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not, nothing's wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> so tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. All right, so I am an author. I'm from Ohio. Um, I have two published books out, um, one published Young Love um, in 2015, and then Chances. That was published in 2019. So um, I just want to talk a little bit about that. I'm excited about it. Um, So my first book, um, it's about a young woman. I use my same characters, too, just, you know. But it's about a young woman who was kind of promiscuous at first. She um, fell in love with the guy. He got her pregnant. And then it was just like after he got her pregnant, then here comes the issues. He wanted to, like, leave her. He kept cheating on her. So, you know, and I feel like there was a lot of people going through that, you know, back when I wrote it because, you know, some of the stuff even I went through it too. So it was just like, you know, real life things that's happening, you know. Absolutely. Okay. Now, what part of Ohio? We love our Ohio authors. <laughs> so I grew up in, I uh, was born and raised in Lorraine, Ohio, but I currently live in Sandusky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And yeah. we always talk about a gold moment here on the chat. And a gold moment is when thought and execution come together. Uh, what was mm-hmm. that moment when you decided to pick up your pen and say, I'm actually going to do this? Because a lot of times we don't do that. When the thought comes in our head, we don't do it right away. Right, right. So we don't do um, that for other people. You know, when it comes to other people, we make sure we're mindful about how we speak into them. But just for our right. friends, we don't just do that. So what was that process like for you, that point? Um, for me, it was just like, because I, I am that person. I can, like, I can push people, like, you know, I can empower others. But then it's like myself, you know, I have to take that same energy and, mm-hmm. you know, put it in myself. So it was just mm-hmm. one day I was just kind of like going through something. And then, you know, sometimes a pen and paper can be your best friend. And I just started writing. And then it just, you know, next thing you know, it's a book. I'm like, wow. So I'm going to really publish this thing, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you said a pen and paper can be your best friend because you know some people may not even realize the the how far a pen and paper can actually take you, and for you to realize that that's awesome and share that. Right, right. Yep, that's true. That's true. Sometimes because you know some people they they listen and then like they go talking about you, you know, and we don't mm-hmm. want all that. I, I want a listening ear, you know. So. You know, mm-hmm. you pray, and then, you know, you just got to, God just be like, well, girl, go ahead on and pick up that pen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this, this is the thing, because when we when you share your vision with somebody else, like you said, they could be speaking against it without you knowing. That's the thing about loyalty. People throw that, that word when I so used to. Um, mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. I want to know what you say when I'm not there, how you speak on me. And a lot of times you're right. When you have a vision that nobody really understands, they might be encouraging when they talk to you, but then they're speaking negatively on it um, right. behind your back. And, and that is, that's too much. Right. Yep. Go ahead, see, I'm sorry. Right. No, that's way too much because sometimes, you know, like you said, you just need that listening ear, and it's sometimes it's, as simple as it sounds, that can be the hardest thing to find, someone that's going to really not only listen to you but hear you. Do you find that, that that's, you know, it's a difference between hearing and listening? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you have to make those bold moves by yourself. Right. Absolutely. In the dark. Absolutely. And when it's in the dark, it's hard because you can't see your footprints. You don't know what's in front of you. You don't have nobody holding your hand, guiding you. You don't have nobody walking with you. Sometimes you got to be in that thing by yourself. Right. That's true. But sometimes you have to also be your be- your your best motivator. You know, nobody's going to motivate you like, like you, you know. Exactly. You gotta, yep. You just got to do that thing. So tell, tell us what we can expect from your pen um, when we pick up your book. Um, well, like I said, the first one, you can just, um, well, that was the first one. So with the second book, you can expect more growth because, um, like I said, I use my same characters. Her name is Keisha. She is just matured um, as far as, like, an individual. She um, she started praying more, and then she 
she just listened to God more. She was a woman after God's own heart. But then the different challenges of life, it made her turn away from God, you know, and blame God. But, you know, sometimes sometimes people, they just do that, but they always find their way back. You know, God always make them turn around like, look, here, I'm the one who brought you this far. So, you know, you can't forget about me. So, and that's just kind of what, you know, the second book is about. Um, she actually, it's about a young woman who um, she haven't, she didn't, she was raised in a single parent household. And then once she was grown, she met her father. And then, um, you know, things hit it off very well. And then he kind of starts showing his true color. Like, he was, like, in and out of her life. It's just different challenges that come with, you know, that father-daughter relationship. It's like, how, you know, do I better off without you? Or, you know, <laughs> so how should I go on right now, you know? Like, should I keep uh-huh. you in my life or should I, you know, just let it be done, you know? Uh-huh. And do you think that's what shapes a woman as she goes through life? Uh, and gets older and starts pursuing men, do you think she pursues more men that are not worthy of her because she is missing something um, and kind of searching for her father and everybody that she sees? Yes, um, I think so because, you know, if women don't really know how to – sometimes women, they can, you know, settle for less and not the best because they didn't have that father figure, you know, to to show them, like, you know, you, you are worthy. You, you're you a little princess, you know, you're, you're a queen, actually. You know, they didn't have that growing up, so they just settle for things that they shouldn't, you know. So, mm-hmm. and then I think, like, if a father was there, um, you know, they can show her how a man really is supposed to treat her and how, and how, how much worthy she is and she just wouldn't accept anything but a flip question though is so she has no example of what it's supposed to look like at what point in time um do we as women take responsibility for our choices that's the thing it's it's all a choice (laughs) you know we have to it's all a choice it's either you're going to accept the way you're getting treated or you're gonna you know sometimes it's like enough is enough you know i've had enough you know it's like our Kelly said when a woman's fed up you know i think that's when when you when you really fed up when you can just you know make it happen and go better you know that'll mm-hmm. not settle for you know the less because mm-hmm. sometimes that can be a recurring cycle and you don't even realize that you're stuck in it Mhm. Yep. Yep. Yes. And that's so true too, because I know um I haven't personally been in you know a situation like that, but I have a friend. You know, she she kind of like fell away from me. Like she she kind of isolated herself. You know, it's like I'm your friend. You know, I I don't want you in that situation. You know, I'm the one who's gonna pray for you. You know, I'm praying you out, trying to you know trying to help you. But it's like I don't. You know, some people just. I, I don't know. They're just stuck in that, and because it's that control that the men have over them, you know. I, but it, and is it really the control he has? Like honestly, I think that a lot of times we have a preset expectation of what something is supposed to look like, and then there's the reality of what it is. And I think that you put your you put yourself in these situations um, that you don't know how to get out of. Um, yeah. you, you're, you don't have um, 
You're not financially able. You're not, you haven't, you didn't finish school like you were supposed to. So a lot of the things that you have to fall on, back on, are bad choices and bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And so then people tend to say, and it's unfortunate, but at some point in time, like seriously, we have to start being more intentional and more responsible with how we do things. If you can't trust him with your heart, then why are you sleeping with him unprotected? And then you upset because now you're the single baby mama and he ain't nowhere to be found. Right. Yeah. What part of that mm-hmm. you didn't see in the beginning? Like we right. literally have to start understanding that what we see now is only going to be enhanced, an enhancement of what we see later. Right. And so if he is inconsistent now, if he doesn't know how to take the lead now, if he lacks confidence now, what do you think is going to happen down the road? Right. I agree. Yep. Yep. And that's where that's that choice is. It's, it's like you see all these red flags, so you have to make a choice. Either you're going to stay or you're going to just, you're going to go, you know. <laughs> Some people just, they, they ignore the red flags. They see they see it in the beginning, but they, they don't care because it, it seemed like, oh, he, he didn't mean that. You know, he's he's like this. He's such a good person. You know, he didn't mean what he said. He didn't mean what he did. You know, and they just keep on, you know, and they do have to fall back. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it is financial. I know, like, you know, back in the day, a lot of, you know, even our grandparents, they settled for a man half. You know, but it's just like he was the provider, you know, so they just stayed and was kind of stuck. But I think that was the that was a different type of situation um, because they weren't married for love, you know that wasn't what slaves were put together for. And mm-hmm. even as slaves, men were never with just one person. They right. they had to have sex with multiple slaves because they needed to have those children. And so mm-hmm. I do believe that there's generational um, baggage and habits that have been carried over just through bloodlines. But I was watching Underground, which is a new um, miniseries on um, Amazon, right? And so just looking at the ways that they function in relationships, I see some of the dead relationships we have now. So, for example, so she got on the Underground Railroad. She went to one of, I guess, the Freedom Camp, right? And the guy that was interested with her, he was going to go on a mission to to go and get more slaves. But what he told her was, if you want me to stay, you just let me know you want me to stay, and I will stay. And what she told him was, whether you leave or go has nothing to do with me, and it's not my business. That is on you. Now, if you want to stay, then you stay. And if you want to stay and be with me, then you stay and be with me. But don't look for me to tell you and make the choice right. for you. And I right. think it, that's the kind of relationships we have now where it's like, you know, men really want us to tell them, like, oh, does it, listen, but we, we need you to take the lead. So where where is that, how does that work there? You know, when us needing you to take the lead, like, if this is what you want to do, I need you to take the decision. Right. And if I'm making all the decisions, I'm going to be taking them forever. Yep. 
And the, the other one, which was really sad. So she lost, she, she was pregnant, um, the one lady, and she lost her baby. And I guess at that time, if you had milk, they would send you to nurse other people's babies. And so mm-hmm. they had midwives and um, wet nurses, right? And so she was taking the loss of the baby really hard. And the wet nurse was like, this is not a good idea. And so they sent her and the wet nurse over so that she could breastfeed a woman's children who had died in in childbirth. She had twins. Mm -hmm. And so she did as she was told, but she did tell the husband, like, Tell him your wife is not ready for this. Like, stick up for your wife. Stick up for mm-hmm. your woman. But he, mm-hmm. he couldn't, and he didn't. And I think that a lot of times we see that now, where you're expecting that man to protect you. It's more than just being a provider. You have to protect that woman's mind, her spirit, all, her heart. You have to protect all those things about her, never putting mm-hmm. her in a, in a compromising situation. And if we think back and we pull that forward, that happens a lot where they don't really know how to step forward and protect a woman in every season. And when they do, then people have a problem with that. They have a problem mm-hmm. with the man stepping forward and being in control. What do y'all think about that? Well, um, I was I, I caught a little bit earlier um, and someone was saying how they want their man to be in control, which I agree with that because, like you said, nobody wants to keep, as a woman, you don't want to just keep on making the the choices and then, like you said, you're going to keep on making them if that's the case, you know, but as a, you you, you want your man to, to take the lead, you know, because that's what he's supposed to do, take the lead and, you know, be in control and, like you said, you have to protect your woman all the way around, not just financially, spiritually, you know, emotionally, everything, you have to be the protector. And you have to, and as a man, well, he should want to, you know, but I know a lot of men out here, they're, they're not doing that. They don't, like you said, they don't know how to do that. But I think that also, you know, as a man, you know, like, like Steve Harvey would say in that, that book he had, you know, that man is there to protect you, to provide for you, you know, and those are the things, those are the qualities that, should be revealed before you even get into a long-term relationship. You should see some type of inkling of those, you know, and especially if you're serious about each other and you want to take it to the next level. So, you know, don't just go blindly into a relationship, oh, this is the man for the moment. It should be so much more than that. And don't go in thinking that you're going to change the man or the woman because they are who they are, but there's always room for growth. That's just my opinion, you know. And I think that that's what dating is, the purpose of dating is. You're you're dating, that means you're learning. You're learning about each other. You know, men always say she wants me to be a mind reader. I don't think we want you to be a mind reader. I think that she has come in contact with a man that has learned her so well that she doesn't have to make, she don't have to say certain things because he already knows what it is. Because right. he knows mm-hmm. her. And so the the problem comes in, every man does not possess that skill. And so the next man that is not able on or, or on that level, he don't know. He's like, well, I'm not a mind reader. You're supposed to teach 
But in her mind, I didn't have to tell my dad or I didn't have to tell my granddad. I didn't have to tell Herbert. You know what I'm saying? They learned you. Yep. And I, and, and vice versa. Most men, you don't have to tell your mama. She mm-hmm. learns you. She learns yep. how to give you what you are lacking after you peel back all the layers that you show everybody else. Right. And when mm-hmm. she feeds you spiritually and she feeds you and has scratched your soul, those are the ones that's hard to let go of because it's like, okay, this one over here is cute, but she does not do certain things. Like, and it's not just a physical thing. It's the fact that that person can connect with you on certain levels that another person cannot. Mm-hmm. That's true. But sometimes you also got to look into why you want to be in a relationship. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody's re- reasons for wanting to be in a relationship are the same. You did mm-hmm. that why aspect, that why factor. What do you want out of this? Do you want monetary? Do you want provision? Do you want settled? I mean, everybody has a different why as to why they go into a relationship. And I think you need mm-hmm. to know that on the outset of what, what you're getting into and who you're getting into it with. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. <laughs> but that's true, see. And then you got to ask yourself, mm-hmm. what does this person do for you? And I don't mean mm-hmm. as far as buying stuff. What does right. he do for you to help you grow? Right. Because he can buy you stuff and not do anything to help you grow. He can have mm-hmm. sex with you and not do anything to, to, to help you grow. A man can have sex and ejaculate five different times with five different women. His emotions are not connected in his the process of ejaculation. That's not where his emotions lie. That's how they can go around just having sex and, and be like, well, it didn't mean nothing because it really didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you have, what can he, what does he do for you? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a lot of times we can't answer that because he really ain't doing nothing. Am I lying, y'all? Listen. <laughs> Outside of sex, if you take sex out of the equation, out of any relationship, if you take sex out of a relationship and there's nothing else, then he's really not doing anything for you. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm just saying, T been married, you know, she wife one on one. She know what it is. <laughs> but I I'm think that saying. if you start off at a relationship and you hold off on the sexual aspect of it, you'll see each other in a whole different light. I I'm just saying, you know, that should be the be all end all of a relationship. But you're right. You know, outside of that, what is else, what else is being brought to the table? I shouldn't have to be looking under the table wondering what what else is coming. Right. Right. (laughs) Because then it's like, but you know what? And then then the the problem comes that then each person is not present in that relationship. And that is what actually uh, breaks relationships up. The fact that nobody is present. Everybody doing their own thing. And so everything is mechanical. There's no intimate connection. You guys aren't doing anything outside of what you're supposed to do. 
Like I think, because I I married um I just celebrated my third year anniversary last week. So <laughs> right. So with us, it's like that communication. You know, we need that communication. And also, like as far as like you know, it doesn't have you know. Uh, we had a, I have a little daughter too. So you know, we don't always have sex. You know, because we're tending to her. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it's that communication. But we still have our date now. You still have to like make time for each other. You know, right. um, you know he had in him like as far as my husband, like he prays over me. You know, he's he's my covering too. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as. Mm-hmm. My, as being that, that provider, he's 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 covering me, you know, with with his all, you know, and I think that's where, you know, like you said, what you dating for? Like, because while we were dating, no, we didn't wait to have sex while we were dating, but you know, we were we did, well, we was having sex and then we wasn't. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> but anyway, it, 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 like, well, let's just wait till we get married now. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a, we had a couple slip ups, but uh, but in that process, we were learning each other. You know, we were learning right. each other. We were, you know, what do you like? What do you dislike? Oh, you don't like that? You know, we were we were having that bonding time and getting to know one another too, on a whole nother mm-hmm. level. And it, it, it's a different level when you do take sex out of the equation. It is exactly. Mhm. And that's and that's because, that learning curve. Yep. Yeah. Because when he learns you, when he really learns who you are and the essence of who you are, not just who you are on the surface, not the basic, because, you know, I'm sorry, some dudes are basic and they want you to be basic, too. They don't want to have to go no further than the surface. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when he goes further than the surface and he literally learns you, first of all, that's going to show you the lies before he even opened up his mouth. So you can't worry about him lying to you and not being uh, authentic in the things that he does because God is going to show you in the red flags. And if you ignore the red flags, then boo is your fault. But at the same time, when he learns you, certain things you don't have to to say. You know what I'm saying? There's certain Mm -hmm. things you don't have to mention. You can just really honestly be quiet because he got it. Am I wrong, T? Not at all. You know, and it's all about paying attention and and wanting to be there. You got to want to be in that relationship. And when you want to be there, that changes everything, you know, because this is where you want to be. You know? And you're not trying to take everything. A lot of times people be like, well, I throw caution to the wind. And, you know, I just deal with consequences later. But if this is something that you really want, you're not going to take those those chances. Mm-hmm. You're not going right. to take those chances to be based on something temporary. Mm-hmm. And if you feel mm-hmm. like you're willing to take those chances, then that may not be the person that you really want to be with. Then you have right. to start mm-hmm. checking yourself and reevaluating, like Ms. T said, the why. Why am I here? Why do I want to be with her? Why do I want to marry her? Why do I, why? And if you don't have, if you can't tell yourself why, how you gonna tell somebody else why? <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, you know, you just doing something just because. <laughs> just to say, oh, I got somebody. <laughs> Do me exactly. Do me, <laughs> I wish we had a man exactly. on the line. I wonder, do men do 
that just to say they have somebody. I know that, you know, you have a lot of alpha man and um, beta men and sigmas. And most of the time, a man that is a beta is not okay with being a beta. He just doesn't have the confidence to do or be anything else. Not in a bad way. Don't mm-hmm. send me no inboxes. I'm just saying. <laughs> but you're not okay with being in that beta position because you really want to be an alpha or you really wish you could do this or you really, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. do men really get in the situations just to say they have somebody? I don't know. We need, that's what we need to have a man on to answer that one. <laughs> that's the question. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to ask that question. We don't have to ask that question when we have our our next relationship show because I'm I wonder do do men do that and then why? Like literally, mm-hmm. being honest is an issue. They probably do because some men, you know, like if you're not an attractive man. But then you have an attractive woman on your side, you know, you're going to want to be like, oh, I got her in. Like, she could be, like, the worst chick ever. Like, she could just, you know, she don't, she won't cook, she won't clean, but she's pretty and got a nice body. But that's, you know, just because she's pretty and got a nice body, you're going to settle for her just because she look good? I mean. Right. They, I mean, they <laughs> might. <laughs> Arm candy. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But honestly, but that's what makes you appealing to other people. You see what I'm saying? And I think that when we start talking about relationships and dealing with other relationships, side side pieces, side relationships, um, I think that people flock to the essence of who you are with that person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense, y'all. Like yep, who you are with that particular person is what made you attractive. Mhm. Or what they what they're looking for, you know. Mhm. It, it's all because, in the beholder's eyes. <laughs> because you have you have um, adapted to that. You know what I'm saying? And then now that you are not with that person, now you're trying to make the other new person seem like you have more or you're more as far as growth than you really are because you had a pool, didn't it? Right. I'm just saying, I'm not a man. That's just what I see. Yeah, and that other person (laughs) could be, that other person probably was cooking and cleaning and doing all that stuff, but you thought the grass was greener on the other side, and turns out it ain't, just because she looking good. <laughs> well, and then it's That's like, true. she cooking and cleaning. First of all, if you know your woman, you would have known if that's all she's doing, She has she's on the verge of losing herself. If she does nothing else, nothing else, how is she growing? <laughs> I mean, I don't think men, they don't, they're not, they don't know how to look at that, you know, to help your woman to grow or help her to move past certain situations. Maybe she gets depressed sometimes. 
They don't know how to move mm-hmm. that. They don't know how to help her. They don't know how to heal her. Your man should be able to heal you. But he can't because he hasn't taken the time to learn anything other than what's between your legs. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ha- we hope everyone's listening and, and enjoying our relationship one-on-one and 100 here on Let's Chat. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're helping someone out there this evening. And as, as far as the playback, leave your comments in the comment section. <laughs> so I want to take it back to the book, Sharday. Um, so in the book, and you said she had to grow a lot. What are some of the um, difficult things that the character experienced in her relationship um, between book one and two? Um, well, as far as her relationship with God, her relationship with God got much stronger than what it was. Um, you know, she, she had a baby, so she just grew as a person as far as, um, you know, just not dependent on like her, her parent, well, her mom, you know, so much as she was before because she, you know, she had, she was an adult and she just had to grow up and then the different challenges that she faced. She just had to, you know, pray her way through, really. Mm-hmm. And God, God, God just grew her up. With the strength of the Lord, mm-hmm. she grew up. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, you know, that happens. Um, he places certain people and situations in our path um, to help us right. get where he needs us to be. And, so I, and I'm glad that you put that in the book. Um, for readers to be able, especially young adults, to be able to see that. Because I think that um, with the disconnect between and the, the such of the large gap between um, older women and younger women and having that understanding and not feeling like we're nagging or we're putting them down, but we're, we're letting them know you are more than, than what you see right now. For sure. Yeah. And also giving awareness that, you know, there is more out there. You know, don't just settle. So sometimes you don't even realize your blessing and it's, it's in front of you unless you're aware of it. For sure. That's right. Now, who is your mm-hmm. biggest support system um, throughout your journey? Um, well, believe it or not, it's my, my son. My, I have a 14-year-old. My son is and my husband. Um but my son is a little more supportive. He is like he 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 is his mom's. <laughs> he loves his mama. So and he's been you know he's been with me before my husband. So of course he's go he's been rocking mm-hmm. with me his whole life. So yeah, my mm-hmm. son, my husband be trying to That's compete. Awesome. With him. <laughs> so. he like, but, and I think he. Do you think he gets excited? Like my mama done wrote not one book, but two books. He does. Yeah. He, <laughs> I didn't let him read the first one because the first one is kind of explicit. But I started him reading the second one, and um, I didn't let him finish it because there is some parts. He's only 14, so maybe at 16 I let him read it, you know, when he get mm-hmm. a little older. But um, there's mm-hmm. some parts that I don't really want him seeing. I'm sure he's probably been exposed to it, but I don't want, you know, I don't want to bring it on him. Coming from you. <laughs> that's right. That's my baby, so I'm not going to let him be like, Mama, you real sick You know. <laughs> what's next for you, Shonda? What's next for you? I I think children's books um Ooh. probably what's next. Yes, 
my daughter, mm-hmm. she has a little library, so I think I'm heading in that direction now, mm-hmm. next. So, yes, that's already in the that's making. Awesome. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Now, here the on the chat. In the making. Absolutely. We like to do something fun with our guests because we really like people to experience the guests. When you don't have that word of mouth, the why for the, what you do and the passion you have for your books is what draws people into you. So T mm-hmm. is going to give you a fun question. I don't know what it's going to be. It's not part of my pick, right? I don't know. <laughs> so you got some pearls on. Just go ahead on, put them on the counter, and, you know, it's going to be okay after. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No worries, no worries. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate you spending some of your precious time with us here on this chat as well as those that are listening to the show. Do you remember back in the day we used to have this big box of crayons that had all different colors in the the world inside that big box of crayons? I can't remember if it was 64 or 128. But you are a color, you are a crayon in that box, and we want you to tell us what color best describes you and why. And you can even make up a color if those colors in the box don't match. Hmm, that's a good question. I never never really thought about that. Um, Well, we try here on Let's Chat. We try. Yes, wow. Um, What color would I be? Um, maybe, and why, let's see, maybe like a, maybe like a baby blue, not, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to say blue, because that, then that's like, oh, blue, and like, I'm not, you know, dreary, like, I don't know, wow. Mix up a color, you can mix up yeah. a color, make okay, it your so own. I'm, okay, so I'm definitely going to mix them I, I love the color white. White is beautiful. It's pure. I love white. White is just so mm-hmm. it's just so pure. And I'm and I'm mm-hmm. far from pure, but I love the color white it's because it's just it's just a beautiful color. Like as far as with it on, if you're if you're wearing it, if you're it's just a beautiful color. Um, mm-hmm. maybe white mixed with a little uh, mm-hmm. maybe mixed with a little peach. I don't know. Wow. Oh, that's a nice color. It's oh, like, really? What comes to mind is crisp, you know, nice and crisp and sharp. Yeah. Those two go together cute. nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's an intertwined kind of like you see marble has the black and the white just kind of intertwined. So the white and mm-hmm. the peach, if it was intertwined, you could think of the light um, shade of peach that would come out. Like when you're coloring the color book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that was just Simply Sade J. Simply S I M P L Y Sade S H A R D A E in the letter J. That's all my social media, as well as my website too. You can get the books um, directly from my website, or you can go to Amazon. It's on Goodreads as well as Hometown Reads too. 
And uh, awesome. at the moment, I don't have any um, events um, in the making, but and then the book is still in the making too. So just be on the lookout for that. It's definitely going to be on my website when it gets published and up and rolling. Well, we are so awesome. proud of you. Keep doing what you are doing. Keep pursuing your passion. Sometimes it might get a hard. Just keep going. You Thank might get you. a writer's block. Keep going. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I thank you all for having me, too. You are so welcome. <laughs> thank you. And you are welcome back at any time. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you are so okay. Enjoy the rest of the evening. <laughs> Enjoy your evening. All right, you all too. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. That was good, Leish. Oh, that was great. That was great. I love to be able to talk to authors and just be able to tap into um, just who they are and just the essence of who they are. Um, and speaking of essence, you know, y'all make sure y'all join us in the in the clubhouse. Um, you can ha- you go on Clubhouse app whether you're Android or um, Apple, but we will be in the clubhouse on the 24th talking there, talk about the essence of the author's time. And we have a fabulous panel that's going to be in the building. Make sure y'all come on through. Absolutely. Make sure when you go on clubhouse to look for us. I am at Miss Tony and Leisha is at Leisha. Am I right, Leisha? <laughs> yep, at Leisha. <laughs> And also search for less chat. So we check check that little green house and make sure you join. So we look forward to seeing you on June 24th. Absolutely. We're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. Okay. to get to know you with my third eye to understand the pages off in your mind i want to know your energies i i want to give you all you need and oh i want to be the one you call in late night the one that you can hold and make it all right
Uh, running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. I throw every feeling possible right out the door for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, Captain Nick, no Afro pick. Thinking over no apologies, I'm killing all this shit. I told you I'm a savage, but you wouldn't listen. Uh-huh. I came to take over the whole game, that's my mission. Carrots, you're a motherfucker, now pay attention. Uh-huh. Now that I got your attention, uh-huh. let me complete my sentence. Born in the slums, I hustle for crumbs, I saw for days. Now it's time to get big, uh-huh. dug into my last place. Right. Streets made me a menace, mama didn't raise uh-huh. no fool. Bottom line, you course was mine, homie, uh-huh. I eat your food. I ain't with that mumble uh-huh. shit, the only thing that mumbles quick is when I put that muzzle on that bitch and I freeze that shit. Yeah, I'm in Nigga, crazy and I'm cool, cool Split personality, I don't know who's who Screws loose, so watch what you say to me I will snap out on my New York jersey, nigga But now I wanna run the block It's not where you from, nigga It's where the fuck you at So I switch that NY and flip it to a break Running up the check, running up the check Stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat Better come correct, gotta get respect I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this If you standing in my way, you gon' be on the floor for this I'm a savage, 21 savage, a grenade without a pen Taking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this shit hey, First off, you don't know who you fucking with right. That nigga KJ here bust quick Better watch what you say when you run your lips He's crazy in the range, you don't give a uh-huh. shit Pop heels, that boy is so That's ill right. Disrespecting, you get killed Slipping like the Viper, the DC Slapper to the bitches, I wear sleep hype, yeah You don't want it with the kid from Jersey Better pray to the Lord for some mercy uh-huh. Feel like a mic Come with fire, stop putting on your raps, you lighter You ain't never do a bitch, you a bitch nigga You be lying in your raps, you ain't rich nigga uh-huh. You don't want no war with the kid nigga I run up in your motherfucking grave nigga I kill you, kill you, kill you And leave no witnesses no. And write a book about uh-huh. it Like OJ Simpson did uh-huh. I'm a savage nigga uh-huh. I am out of my mind right. I'll hunt you down if you got diamonds and shine I'm on my grind nigga So don't you waste my time And if you disrespect the king, you know you cross the line I see you haters nigga I hear you haters talking You gonna end up six feet deep in the fucking coffin I'm about my paper, I'm about my thriller I'm counting bigger, uh-huh. I seen the cross in your eyes, that's why you switch, nigga oh you a bitch nigga, uh-huh. I'm counting chips nigga, you keep on chasing ass, I'm getting rich nigga running up the check, running up the check, stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, better come correct, gotta get respect, I'm out of for this, I will, I will go to war for this, I throw everything impossible Right out the door for this I'm a savage, 21 savage Captain Nick, no Afro pick Taking over, no apologies I'm killing all this shit Hey!
I'm deep in them trenches, I'm missing my babies, I'm up on the road They calling like crazy, I'm chasing this paper to move out the project and into a home Studio going to fuck all these hoes, just like a stripper, I came for the dope I hate these stages, I'm raging by paper like pages, I book it, then I gotta go Ain't talking about since I left from the land, so many cities don't know where I am Charter room buses and planes waking up in hotels and then they about to set up like camps Okay, she's sweating a nigga like damn, even my woman that's straight from the plan Sister got married, my brother got life open, calling me, telling me check on the fam I'm out here jugging the streets once again, profit the mood that they say once again They back to making the play once again, I wanna see all of my niggas win I gotta see how I juggle them M's, gotta cop three with my Bentley and Benz Get on TV with a couple of friends, the hustle is real and this shit never ends hey. Sorry I ain't took the time to call I'm moving so that we get at it all The balance makes it hard sometimes I fall yeah. I got the people that know that I love them But I ain't got time to make all them calls I say a burning shit, I'm really sleeping The music and lean got me off the post If I gotta tell you I love you to show it Then you motherfuckers don't know me at all If I gotta tell you I love you to show it Then you motherfuckers don't know me at all My love works overtime my hustle is overtime. I'm grinding like overtime. Tell you when you wrong or right. Hey. Hey.
cash in my fist in the air. So many colors, the necklace is cut. They go blind when these see they stop and stare. Diamonds on diamonds, diamonds on diamonds, diamonds on diamonds, diamonds on diamonds. The bracelet on glow with that water retention. You gon' hustle all year to catch up with the tag. Drop that 300 on all just the sun on these that be climbing. They got that bag. Diamonds on diamonds, diamonds on diamonds. I never had the easy way. I done put a lot of things down, but I never put my dreams away. Now I like to dream. Now I like to wait. Now, now I like to dream. Behind the music, you know, there's always a story behind every song, 
and it's always great to hear that. Absolutely. We're just waiting on our guests to come into the chat room. All right. So we're going to play a little. How do you feel about this world, before you play that, how do you feel about this world opening up? I have mixed emotions. I do have mixed emotions, and I think it's because for a whole year, they had us in a panic Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And then now, all of a sudden, it's no need to panic, you know, and I think that people are, uh, they're not really clear on what a vaccination does, because a lot of, I've heard, Mm -hmm. literally, a lot of people say, well, you can't get it when you have the vaccination. And I'm like, are they really explaining to them that you can still get it? Yeah, it's just, I mean, a lot of things are just unclear. So I was just wondering, you know, is, is, will will there be another wave, you know, because some people that are not wearing masks are not really even vaccinated. They weren't wearing masks to begin with. <laughs> it's a little scary. But I digress. I, well, what do you think, Steve? How, how are you feeling about it? Because I, I think it's opening, like, out of the blue. Not out of the blue, but it's like all of a sudden, now you don't need your mask. It's a little I mean, sad. now they're trying to right. get people to travel, and they're failing to say that there are people still in the hospital after mm-hmm. they have gotten vaccination mm-hmm. with the coronavirus. Right. It's just unclear. And I think it's just happening a little bit too fast for me. You know, I still wear my mask. I I, I think I'm going to be wearing masks for quite a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only because I don't want to get sick. I mean, and mm-hmm. that's, is that like the new thing? Now you're dating, you got to ask them how many people they slept with, how many times they had COVID, do they wear their mask? I mean, it, it's a whole lot going on. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I, like I said, I digress. <laughs> Let's play some more good music, Lee. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be right back. We're going to hit you with some of that school yonder. Them niggas sad for the cash, they don't even sleep. Lost in the streets, you forgot where you was going, I had to play my hand. They played for the keeps, they saw it as defeat, but in fact I won. Life is a bitch, death is a sis, no shit. Everyone dies in the arms. That's why I got my dust lined up on the fence, cause it has to make sense when it's time to perform. Even when it's signs of a storm, do it for your kids, do it for your mom. Too much of a tough guy, why you crying in the dark? Nigga find it in your heart Time to be smart I, I want what's right for leave mine So what I like to be high I still look nice in a tie You know I live for the vibe But we all just live in a die Only thing ever came to a dream was some sleep right now What you die for it Fuck them niggas my nigga Know you riding with the heat right now You would die for it What's your foundation of a family man Gotta stand for something Die for it I already know you would die for it. You would die, nigga. I already know. 
all some niggas in the household name to the game. Pay attention to this hit like these swinging on my chain. I'd kill and die for them cause I know they do the same. But with her, she gon' do a whole lot of fake. I'm with hip and me spinning, but don't condone on how I make it. I, I got two decisions, ain't got nothing to do with you. How many people actually look like what they been through? I've been sitting in the shack having visions on the yacht. Women running around with no bottles, no top. Gave with me, trouble Dre and Wild. Get out of sight, relief. I'm glad we made it off the block. Shit, I put my niggas on, they niggas put they niggas on, they niggas put they niggas on. You see where this is going, nigga? Yeah, and the process is going, nigga. Yeah, and you already know, nigga. Uh-huh. Only thing ever came to a dream was some sleep. Right now, would you die for it? But you, fuck some niggas, my nigga. I know you ride with your heat. Right now, you would die for it. You would die for it. You know and I know it. Die for it. Anybody gotta go, you'll die for it. I'm the one, greatness in motion, you are just a pawn. Why you hide when it's on? Cause of a gangster heart and stone. Revenge is automatic. Spin your block like an atlas. Ill shit, we back at it. Shark slide through, cog a havoc. We cut from two totally different fabrics. Uh, strong dope, flex on my wild shine. Chrome spoke, you were at the table with the wrong folks. Tell me what you want, bro, cause we ain't gone that long, bro. Forgive me for my sins, I admit, but every one of them bitches I met. Repent while I'm on drugs, straight blitz. No shit, grit life, that's something I meant. Only thing ever came to a dream was some sleep. Right now, would you die for it? 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 1017, Mark, tag him. Love money, Mark. Start tagging these niggas, man. Whole lot of Mark shit. Motherfucking president, nigga. Y'all better listen to me. What? Let's get it. Green man, 30 on me. Big bag, dirty on me. Yo ho, working on me. My niggas, working on me. Hit his ass, laser tag. Fit it round, fit it round, drum. Hundred round, hundred round, drum. Mop him up when the time comes. Mask on, mask off. Big dog, big boss. You broke your law. Like a tiger, nigga. Yeah, ho. Green man, doing numbers. I got hitters, I got runners. We gon' tag him like them comers. Fuji, I got smoke, I'ma make a call, send a couple gray diggers. He got WAP on the line telling me to chill, 
video, but they shouldn't have played with us. I'm gone. Hey, 30 days straight, I've been trapping. I've been trapping. Know what happened. Gonna be back live tomorrow. Make sure you guys tune in. We'll be on Facebook Live with two fabulous guests. Absolutely. We have I am I forgot his his uh influencer name. So let me go make sure I get that right. We have author Terrence Gill who's gonna be kicking it with us in the chat room. And then we, we're doing a little something different. We have uh a influencer that's going to be coming to kick it with us in the chat room. And he, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. manifestation. And we have I Am Deshaun. Um, he's the brand manager, promoter, and influencer out of Detroit. Uh, and we're going to talk about manifestation um, and, and getting the things that, that you desire. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about getting the things that you desire and positioning yourself through manifestation. Mm-hmm. And you can go many directions with that, so we shall see. And it's always good to hear a man's perspective. Yes, it is. Hmm. So I think yes. we're going to have a good time. So, I'm excited. So am I, as always. So we thank you guys for joining us this evening. If you missed any part of our show, no worries. As Alicia say, just head on over to blogtalkradio.com. Check out our archives and also on all of our podcasts because we go where you go. Anywhere you can download a podcast, you can download the Ladies of the Chat. And we will see y'all tomorrow. Good night. Good night.